0: The twists and turns of the Bilt Bar saga continue as BYU players receive an extra check from Bilt Bar. What does it mean? Where are things going? And also, two new offers for BYU football and basketball go out late in the week. You are Locked On Cougars, your daily podcast on the BYU Cougars. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, everybody? I'm Jay Hatch, your host here on Locked On Cougars, resident BYU insider. Thank you for making Locked On Cougars your first listen of the day. Thank you to all of you who are everyday with us here on the Locked On Podcast Network. Coming to you on a Saturday. I know this is a little bit rare that we do this, but I felt like there was enough news, I figured I'd sit down and do a special edition, especially considering how, to- how hot of a topic the Built Bar saga with the BYU football program has been over this past week. There have been so many twists and turns. Originally, uh, news breaking last Sunday via six players, uh, five of them anonymous, in a report from the Salt Lake Tribune that uh, they had not received the royalties they felt they, they had uh, been, uh, I guess, agreed to or... I don't know how you want to contracted uh, or obligated to receive of sales of the Cougar Tail Bilt Bar that Bilt Bar put together. Uh, Nick Greer then uh, responding via a piece in uh, the Deseret News where he said he was aggravated and saddened. and uh, It sounded uh, just kind of miffed that BYU players were kind of going on the attack towards him and his company as he points out that Bilt Bar has invested, as they say, $1.25 million into the BYU football program program over the past two years in particular and they're looking forward to seeing uh, what's next with regards to their relationship NIL-wise with BYU. But uh, I guess the positive news out of all of this today, uh, I'm recording this on Friday. It's going to come out on Saturday by the time I get it up. I'm recording it late Friday night. Is that Bill Bar uh, wrote a letter and had players stop by uh, their headquarters in American Fork, Utah, and uh, handed out six hundred dollar checks to each of them? And they said, "This is essentially uh, so." In the letter, it says, "Now, on top of all this, we want to pay you back, pay you and each every player from the twenty twenty two football team an additional six hundred dollars to express their support uh, to you and your teammates." This six hundred dollar payment is an extra fifteen percent of the proceeds from sales of the Cougar Tail Puff. After making this payment, Bill paid out more than thirty percent of Cougar. Sales back to BYU and the BYU football players. Be clear. To be clear, this far exceeds the original commitment, and hopefully leaves no doubt in our, your minds of our love and appreciation for you. We've always tried to show you this show you this love to you with our partnership with each player on this team i got to give credit to Nick Greer and Bilt Bar. They didn't have to do this. They could have held and stuck to their guns and said that there is money coming because there's a report out there that he said there's a discretionary fund that Kalani Sitake has access to, that money is uh, supposedly being funneled uh, via uh, the contract that Bilt Bar has with BYU over their marks and logos, that that money, when it got into the discretionary fund that Kalani Sitake has, he could then disperse it out to the BYU football players. I would assume that is still coming if not if it has not already been distributed to those players, but I think this is Bilt Bar uh, making it clear that, hey, they value the relationship with BYU, and at the same time, they want to make sure that BYU players feel like they're being taken care of. Now, my only concern with this is is I'm worried about the PR hit that BYU already took on this front with regards uh, to recruiting and that type of stuff. You can guarantee, even with Bilt Bar, quote-unquote, making good with this, you can guarantee that there will be recruiting, uh, I guess, battles out there where opposing uh, teams, coaches, individuals who are going to use this story outside of the context of it all, really understanding the context, to recruit negatively against BYU. Now, BYU can go in and really show that Bilt Bar stepped up to the plate and really went above and beyond the call of duty with regards to this extra money being handed out, but I just I just worry that the PR hit might have already had its impact, and we'll have to see what happens on that front. Now, the other thing about this is, is in reading this letter, uh, this is an interesting thing to me because they talk about, over the past few years, our NIL initiatives have totaled over 1250000 million. We've always exceeded our commitments to BYU and the players. I think Bill Barr still is a little bit miffed about that report from the from uh, the Salt Lake Tribune. Like I said, only five players uh, were granted an anonymity in that story. The sixth was Neil Pauu, who was only a member of BYU in the 2021 season before exiting uh, for his NFL fortunes. And I, as I understand, I had a conversation with BYU players. It's also been reported by the Deseret News that during that season, BYU players were offered, they were reportedly given a 10% offer In terms of royalty for a certain bar, they were supposed to pub that season. So that I think is part of the buildup of some of the the angst, I guess you should say, with these BYU football players. But just very interesting to me that uh, this all is playing out kind of in real time. But like I said, I'm I'm appreciative to Nick Greer. Obviously, Built Bar, in the interest of full disclosure, has been a proud sponsor here on the Locked On Podcast Network for a number of years themselves. But the interesting part about this, in this story, and I guess in the story, in this column, that in this it says that uh, BYU and their relationship with uh, Bill Barr, they are going to obviously uh, try and figure out what they're going to do next with NIL. I do wonder if this at some point is given Bilt Bar maybe some pause in terms of potentially doing more NIL-wise with BYU football players? Will it cause other brands to potentially shy away from BYU? That question is yet to be answered. I think that will remain until we kind of see uh, on the other end how many uh, ultimately do shy away if Bilt Bar decides to change their relationship. Maybe they just essentially do what they've been doing. They've been sponsoring a number of elements with BYU itself. They've uh, done like the broadcast uh, booth for uh, K- the BYU radio call calls with Gregor Bell, It's been the built bar studio, that type of stuff. I wonder if they play more into that moving forward and back away from the NIL side of stuff that for BYU football players. I hope they don't. Let me be very honest about this. I hope they don't uh, pull back on the NIL element here because they've been very good to BYU football players. An investment of $1.25 million is absolutely not nothing. And BYU players would lose out uh, if they if they had some of these NIL opportunities taken away from them because it's still and I had a conversation with somebody just the other day that essentially the the ten percent of the stars inside BYU football players and even this extends out to the nation in terms of NIL ten percent of the biggest names in the sports inside of BYU and beyond are controlling the vast majority of the NIL dollars that are being thrown around so that's that's the interesting part about This is BYU's tried and Kalani Satake has made it very clear that he wants to see each one of his players. If they're going to do these NIL deals, he'd like to see as many team wide deals as they possibly could get. Could this have a negative impact on those potential opportunities for the BYU football program? That is what I am wondering about. And we'll see what happens. I, I just wonder about how things are ultimately going to play out with all of this. But Right now, it looks like everything's been made good, and if BYU football players are still miffed about this, six hundred dollars is not nothing, folks. And the thing about this is, I think a number of these young men may be thinking that they had some stars in their eyes. They thought, okay, we're going to be cashing in big time money, and it, it, you shoot for the stars, you land on the moon. That you've seen those, you've seen, probably heard that statement before. I just, I just wonder about this, about where this ultimately ends up. Like I said, does it, does it sour the relationship the built and BYU football players have? We'll see. It's going to be very interesting to see where it ultimately kind of lands and where things shake out in the end. But I'm appreciative, once again, to Bilt Bar for stepping up to the plate. They didn't have to do this. Like I said, that's $73,800 being handed out in one day from Bilt Bar. Uh, if you go by the just the rough math, you double that, that's nearly $150,000 that's been paid out uh, to BYU via the football program and to the players from sales of that Cougar Tell Bilt Bar. That means the sales of it actually went fairly well because if thirty percent is one hundred fifty grand, what are we pushing? That's a, is that six hundred thousand dollars of overall sales on that? It, it's it's interesting to kind of look at the dynamics at play here. So, I, I, like I said, I, I'm sitting down. I don't necessarily have an angle to really kind of. Push on this, and I'm not sure where I ultimately come down on it. My concern, though, I guess, my angle is: my concern is, will this sour uh, the reputation of BYU players and their, I guess, marketability via NIL? We'll see. I, I, I'm actually in the uh, current process of uh, locking up our upcoming season uh, player guests for the entirety of the football season here on Locked On Cougars. And like I said, I, I doesn't this doesn't slow me down personally from pursuing NIL opportunities. But I just wonder if there are, are bigger companies than me. I'm a, I'm a small fish. Tr- trust me, I ain't I ain't, I ain't what Bill Bars doing here. I'm not paying out 75 large uh, to BYU football players. I, I don't have that type of cachet with this podcast. But I just I, I look at this and I wonder ultimately. Where the relationship and rela- relationship with built Bar in particular goes, and where the relationships beyond that nil wise go for BYU, it would be interesting to see ultimately where it all ends up in the end. Like I said, I'm kind of just kind of rambling here, so deal with it. It's a, it's a Saturday. It's an extra a, extra podcast. I'm just kind of, I'm reading different parts of this uh, letter once again as I, as I talk, and I, I appreciate uh, what Bill Barr did. They kind of laid out exactly how things uh, played out, how the contract was signed, uh, what it was supposed to do. They said there were two uh, payments made throughout the season. As our understanding, that the portion of those funds will be made uh, may, will make it to the football discretionary account to benefit you as agreed upon before launching the Cougar Tail Puff. all. We'll also, have donated to the football discretionary account to ensure that our original commitment to player development has been more than met. So, I thought this was a very measured uh, letter by by Bill Barr saying, "Hey." We're taking care of you guys, so be grateful for it. But at the same time, it's it's just interesting. It says although we have yet to decide on how to continue our relationship next season with BYU and NIL, we thank those who have participated in the Built for Good program by sharing on uh, social uh, by sharing monthly on social media and participating in the service project earlier this year. Like I said, I'm hopeful that this relationship with Bill Barr and NIL will get kind of past this episode and ultimately will uh, continue to be a fruitful relationship. But hey, like I said, only time will tell on where things ultimately end up. All right, I'll, I'm done rambling on that part. We'll talk about some other good news for BYU football and BYU basketball by way of two different offers that went out uh, late this past week. I wanted to get to those as we wrap up this special edition of Locked On Cougars. But first, I need to get a word in our friends, uh, in on our friends over at. Paris. Perry Homes. they have been working on this for months now and they're a fantastic local sponsor of ours. Whether you're looking for your first home, you're ready to upgrade to your dream home, my friends, Perry Homes has a house for you. For 50 years, Perry Homes is Utah's premier home builder with communities throughout the state. They have many communities, home designs, and price points to help meet your needs. Perry Homes has beautiful communities in Davis, Salt Lake, Tooele, and Utah counties. But more importantly, they offer over 50 unique home designs. So no matter what you're looking for, whether it's a Rambler, a two-story home, or just a town home, they've got designs to help meet what you're looking for. They're off. Also, offering generous financing incentives right now through the preferred lender as well. So, obviously, you can uh, take care of it and make sure you get as low an, as an interest rate as they possibly can muster for you guys. So, visit PerryHomesUtah.com to see what's going on in Utah's finest neighborhoods today. That's PerryHomesUtah.com to check it out now. For 50 years, Utah has been coming home to Perry Homes. Thank you once again for making Locked On, Cougars, your first listen of the day. Coming up on our Monday edition of the podcast, I need to talk about what was said uh, from the Big 12 meetings that took place late this week. I'm going to actually, hopefully, I'll be able to get you, maybe we'll see if we can fit this in. I'm going to try and get some clips of some of the audio and video from Lawrence the obviously the president of Texas Tech and the chairman of the board of trustees, whatever the Big 12 is, and also Big 12 Commissioner Brett Yormark. Stuff on expansion, uh, the new programs like BYU coming into the conference, what they plan to do for that type of stuff. We'll talk about that on Monday as well as some of the other topics that uh, may pop up between now and then. So stay tuned for that on our Monday edition of the show. But the good news is BYU continues to do work on the transfer portal Portal trail as well as the recruiting trail out there. In basketball, BYU offered LDS guard Brooks Barr, I think is how you pronounce his last name. He's a kid from Keller Texas uh, down in the Dallas-Fort Worth Metroplex. Good size on bar. A three star prospect, six foot four athlete, really uh, can shoot it well. And obviously, when you're not necessarily the tallest guy out there, you got to be able to shoot it. But he has exceptional numbers playing at the high school level uh, down there in Texas. He's got more than 20 offers, including Wake Forest, Northwestern, Harvard, Yale, Utah State, among others. So he's got some programs who are absolutely uh, after him. But BYU gave him that offer. And he told Vanquish the Foe, Robbie McCombs, that, quote, the BYU offer means everything getting the opportunity to play for a team. I grew up watching and dreaming to play for them. The visit was off, uh, Visit was awesome. Got to talk with the entire coaching staff, sit down with them, and break down my game and how would I would fit in. Check out all the facilities. I have a great sit-down talk with Coach Pope. I have great relationships with the entire staff, especially Coach Feger, who has been my main recruiter. Really enjoyed getting to spend time with Coach Pope and getting to know him. Definitely going to take an official visit soon. I plan on going on a mission. So, uh, speaking of Barr, he would be a guy you're probably looking at a couple years down the line. He's part of the 2024 recruiting class, so he would not enroll at BYU to, what, 2026 or 2027 pending when he left on his mission but Averaging 21.3 points, 5.5 uh, rebounds, 3.5 assists, and two and, uh, almost three steals a game on 56% shooting uh, from the field and 38% overall for Keller High School this past season. Absolutely incredible numbers. I think this would be a phenomenal pickup if BYU can add him to the 2024 class. They already have four-star forward Isaac Davis committed to BYU, and they're currently also chasing Malik Diallo uh, out of Wasatch Academy and obviously Corner Canyon sensation Brody Kozlowski. You land all four of these guys, that's a pretty elite recruiting class. Class for BYU. And I'm not just meaning just from BYU standards. I'm meaning from like a national standard. That would be a phenomenal recruiting class for BYU, obviously, trying to build themselves up going into the Big 12. The nice part is, uh, as uh, Robbie notes in his article for Vanquish the Foe, uh, Bar would be the only one who apparently is planning on going on missions. So you'd have these guys, uh, most of them, if they were all to commit. Immediately enrolling for the BYU basketball program. On the BYU football side of things, they had their uh, first seven on seven camp uh, over the, the last couple of days, and BYU gave an offer out to a local prospect by the name of Jet Nelson, six foot five, 210 pound athlete out of American Fork High School. And if you can't tap into more of what American Fork is doing on football, my friends, you need to, because this is a kid who is just kind of the latest in a long line of good pass catchers coming out of the American Fork football program. I'm lucky enough to to go out and call a number of these football games around Northern Utah Valley, in particular Region 4, which American Fork uh, competes in. I've had a chance to see Jet. He was kind of uh, playing, I felt like, third and fourth fiddle at times this past season for American Fork, but he flashed multiple times during the games I called for American Fork, and you can just tell. He's got the size, speed, and weight combo that make you think, okay, this is absolutely a guy to keep an eye on, and according to reports, he went down to BYU 7-on-7 uh, camp and really just shine. and BYU rewarded him with his first offer. Like I mentioned, He's got really good size, probably projects to play tight end at the next level. That's what uh, 24-7 Sports lists him as a tight end. Uh, He kind of plays a hybrid big wide receiver slash tight end role for the cavemen in high school. But he put on that weight, he's probably going to come in at 230, 240 pounds and absolutely has the frame of uh, one of those tight ends that BYU's kind of built their reputation on over the years. So I think this is a very savvy offer for BYU. I'm going to dig more into his film and see if I can identify some more things I like about him. But honestly, if guys like Fessy Satake, Aaron Roderick, and Jay Hill are watching this kid up close, watching him in seven on seven, and think, okay, this kid's got the goods, who am I to disagree? They they know far more than I know. Their jobs are legitimately on the line when it comes to these evaluations. So I think this is a pretty good pickup, or uh, not good pickup, a good offer for BYU to get in early with a kid like Jet Nelson. He is a member of the twenty twenty four recruiting class, so he would be in the upcoming signing class, uh, maybe signing as early as December. But uh, I think. this is a solid pickup. A three-star prospect, rated number 80, uh, according to 24-7 Sports. Doesn't have a composite rating quite yet, but obviously I'm sure that would come at some point, is BYU uh, being a Power 5 program. When they offer guys like this, you can guarantee there are going to be a number of other programs who are going to slide in very quickly and uh, be following BYU into the door and offering a kid like Jet Nelson. But I think it's smart for BYU to get in early with this kid. And like I said, if guys like Aaron Roderick, Fessy Satake, and Jay Hill sign off on this kid being... That good of a player to be worthy of a Big 12 offer? Well, who am I to disagree? So that's going to do it for this special edition of Locked On Cougars. Like I said, I just had a couple of things on my mind set down late uh, Friday night, knocked it out, and uh, we'll reconvene on Monday and get back to one of our full editions of the podcast. But nonetheless, a big thank you to all of you for making us a part of your day. Thank you for being uh, with us every single day and being uh, making it your first listen and, more importantly, being everydayers with us here on the Locked On Podcast Network. So until Monday, have a great rest of whatever is left of your weekend, my friends, And we will talk to you then. This has been the Locked on Cougars podcast. See ya.